0: We speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. I want you to understand it. It's a mystery. We speak the wisdom, speak the wisdom, of, God the wisdom of God in, in, in a it
1: it mystery. It is a mystery. Because it is given unto you. We are to know the
0: mystery. Mystery, even a mystery. Hit from ages through history. Generations, but now is made manifest to his saints, the nation. Victory. You're listening to, You're listening listening to, listening to mysteries, to, mysteries to, of the Bible. Radio. Now since Mysteries of the Bible has been on the air, uh, our main goal was to establish truth according to God. Welcome to the Mysteries of the Bible, where the truth is told. I am your host, Mr. Powers, and I would like to introduce my co-host.
1: It's Saint James. How you doing, Mr. Powers, sir?
0: I'm, I'm doing great. How are
1: you, sir? I'm doing good. I'm doing. I'm doing very good, sir. I'm, I'm very excited about this uh about this, this special we got another special coming up yeah this is uh i'm very excited to to hear this one sir
0: yeah we have we have we have a few specials coming in um and it's the time of the season where um there's a lot of things going on in the world um and people are using the name of our lord and savior jesus christ to try to uh, establish some type of doctrine and representation of god so there's gonna be a few specials that we're gonna be touching in and um this one i'm very excited about too because uh, um um is dealing with our lord and savior jesus christ mm-hmm. um this this topic is very important um not only for us but also for people that's out there in the world and, and claim that they follow jesus christ if you are a true father right. of jesus christ and a real believer of saint james you definitely need to listen to what's getting ready to come out in this class um in this show rather which is a class <laughs> um yeah, right um so we want to talk about um and before we get into the topic is how important is this topic you have millions and even billions of followers who claim to be christians right which means you're supposed yeah. to be a follower of christ right saint james right yeah
1: that's right follower of jesus christ right the christians were first called at antioch
0: according right.
1: to the scriptures i
0: believe yes absolutely and if you claim to be a follower of christ are the things that you're following biblical is the scripture can mm-hmm. find that within the scriptures um and the reason why this is so important because of the churches they establish their doctrine and their ideologies based on this specific event and topic that we're getting ready to go into so mm-hmm. if we show you that and we're gonna go into this, we're gonna analyze that if what we're gonna show you is not according to the way you're following Christ then are you really following Christ? <laughs> and if you're not, if that, that's not the place, then where is the place? It's the Israelite right. Church of God in Jesus Christ. Israelite Church, excuse me, of God and Jesus Christ, which you're going to find out once, if you haven't already, from the, the topics we've already been going through. Um, we're basically breaking everything down. We're, we're breaking your whole system down. And that's, that's our job, to teach the truth. What is the, the truth going to do it's going to bring down the lie um and if you're one of those that god has chosen to eventually wake up you're going to wake up uh saint James, they're going to wake that's up that's right yeah so, this is
1: it, it's amazing uh, mr powers because what essentially if i understand what you're saying correctly is is that there, there are certain beliefs that people who would associate themselves or consider themselves to be Christians that they believe. And this very belief could be or is unfounded, is made right. up. Made up. So now that poses a real big question because now what, because, uh, you know, when you start talking about people's beliefs, now you start going into, you know, how their traditions, right? How they learn, how they come up. And everything so no so we, we just got to get right to the point and, and everyone has to make their own decision right i so said are you going to believe in the bible or right. are you going to believe in the tradition and right if you're a christian right the that one that means that literally means that you are a follower of jesus christ Correct. right so now are you going to be a follower of jesus christ in the bible <laughs> or are you going to be a <laughs> follower of the other jesus that we covered in previous shows and previous right. specials right so right. Okay, this is this is very interesting well i i don't know yeah you got it sir because i'll tell you we we, we got him on the line for a minute right now now like, well, what are you guys going to be talking about
0: oh yeah and i'm glad you mentioned um that everything has to be scriptorial based um so and we mentioned that Satan did transform himself into an angel of light and is walking around having everybody think that he's jesus christ and that mm-hmm. comes with a belief system, that comes with a doctrine, that comes with an ideology. Um, the question right. is, is, is what you're following, where you at, is that where the truth is at? Let's find out. So the topic of this class is, the special that we have is the truth about Easter Sunday. Uh, Easter, wow, okay. Easter it's- Sunday. Go mm-hmm.
1: ahead. Thinking. no no yesterday i don't, I don't want to go too far ahead you know what i'm saying because it's like the easter sunday so you know, people think about in the world right they got the, the nice little dress right or, or their suit you now they got the suit for easter sunday they have a special dress for easter sunday then you got the eggs and uh
0: easter egg hunts and the bunnies right and the bunnies. all this stuff the hot bun crosses the the, the <laughs> sunrise services um and let, let's talk about that a little bit before we go into the scriptures. Like, what is Easter Sunday about? Um, you have people that follow this every year. This mm-hmm. is outside of Christmas, which we already we dealt with. We handled that. We showed you that Christ wasn't born on December 25th. But outside right. of that, this is the most celebrated um, uh, event in so-called Christianity and Catholicism and Protestants. Everybody claims to be a believer in Jesus Christ. This is the week that they... Everybody follows us, and it's coming up this Sunday, uh, Saint James. Mm-hmm. Um, this wow. Sunday is Easter Sunday, and it starts off with Ash Wednesday, um, mm-hmm. which is a a period of of forty days of what they consider or what they call fasting, where you abstain from meat because it's supposed to be a reflection of the time when Christ went into the mountains for forty days to be tempted of Satan. This is what they say this is referring wow. to.
1: Yeah,
0: right. They got all they got all kinds of stuff to justify things, okay? Exactly. And then it and then it and then it, it uh finishes off with a a Good Friday in which they say Jesus Christ was crucified on a good Friday and then resurrected on an Easter Sunday. So we we're gonna address hmm. that. We're gonna look at that, we're gonna speak about that, we're gonna analyze that. Is that true? Is that true according to the word of God? is there scriptorial references that tell you that you're supposed to be uh observing ash wednesday what's the meaning behind ash wednesday why put ashes on your forehead on a wednesday uh, that comes around every year according to the moon which is right around the spring equinox very important these things that i'm saying um why ash wednesday why wednesday why 40 days that lead into a friday what they call a good friday and then Easter Sunday, which they say Christ resurrected. Very important that we look at these things because another major thing that the churches celebrate is the fact that they know that the Sabbath is Saturday, from Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. But they claim that because Christ resurrected on a Sunday, the Sabbath now changes from Sunday, I mean from Saturday, excuse me, to Sunday. So now when you see all these churches, St. James, Uh going to church on a Sunday, this is the reason why, or this is one of the main reasons, they have another reason too that they want to add to, but this is the main reason why they say they observe going to church on a Sunday. They consider that to be the new Sabbath.
1: The new Sabbath.
0: The new Sabbath Sunday, because Christ resurrected on a Saturday, I mean, excuse me, because Christ resurrected on a Sunday. And now it changes the Sabbath day from Saturday to Sunday. ain't
1: that huh. something yeah, that is something because yeah that, I mean even for most um even for those that hey, they just say they're christians and they're not they not like they not going to church every Sunday you know they make sure they hit Christmas and they make sure they hit Easter Sunday like you go Absolutely. into church you no matter no matter what you go into church on easter sunday right so we'll yeah, this it. is interesting, really? sir.
0: And you're observing Lent. you're observing ash wednesday you're going to church you're going to service. you're putting a cross on your forehead and you know what is that all about is that scriptorial first first scripture i want to go to if you don't uh if you don't mind getting that from me, Saint james is, yeah please and this is what i'm opposing out here to everybody and uh, um to all the audiences out there that's listening um number one what is supposed to be your guide the scriptures are supposed to be your guide Okay, Now, how do you know when somebody's telling you the truth? This is the question I'm posing out to everybody out there. How do you know that what's being taught to you is actually the truth? That is backed with scripture. Again, what is supposed to be our guide, St. James? The scriptures. That's right. Let's go to the book of Isaiah, chapter 8, verse 20. Uh, Let's see. see what God has to tell us concerning the scriptures. Ah. Uh-huh. Very important everybody pay attention to this because Man is not supposed to be your guide Man is supposed to guide you through the scriptures The chosen man of God is supposed to use the scriptures to tell you And show you the truth That's supposed to be your guide So right. how do you know when somebody's teaching you the truth According to the word of God Um, The word of God explains it See that? See, see what uh-huh. we're doing in St. James? We're asking the question right. How do you know and- when somebody's teaching you the truth? We're going to the word of God St. James
1: Exactly uh-huh. Yes, sir. And then, because it's right here. I mean, that's that's the best way. If you really believe in the Bible, then you you have to say, all right, well, you gotta take it at the face value. These are the words that are there, so you have to believe it if you are a believer. That's right. And so, yeah, let sir. Isaiah So Isaiah, so, Isaiah
0: mm-hmm. 8, verse 20. Read that for me, please. To the law and to the testimony. To the law and to the testimony. So what is the prophet Isaiah telling us? He's telling us to the law. What does the law represent? The law represents the first five books of Moses. So Isaiah is telling us that he's supposed to be following the law. That's where all the commandments is at. That's where um, the instructions about everything that took place in the beginning is at. So he says to the law and to the testimony. Now what is the testimony, St. James? The testimony is all the prophets that God had ordained and chosen to testify the things that took place and to bring his word to everybody, to establish his word, to publish his word. Those are the prophets, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, Daniel, Hosea, Joel, um, the New Testament, the apostles. Those are the testimony. So to the law and to the testimony. So the question we put out there, St. James, is how do you know when somebody's teaching you the truth? It's about to answer right here. It says to the law and to the testimony. Read on.
1: If they speak not according
0: to this word. Stop. If they do what? Speak not according to this word. So Isaiah is letting us know that they have to speak according to the word of God. Whatever it is that they're telling you is supposed to be shown in the word of God. If they're telling you that Ash Wednesday is something that is supposed to be observed, then they're supposed to go into the word of God and show you that, St. James. If they're telling you that you're supposed to be observing Lent, 40 days and abstaining from meat leading to a good Friday. Well then they're supposed to be able to show you that in the scriptures. Mm-hmm. Am I right or am I wrong, St. James?
1: That's that's yeah, you're very right, sir. Anything
0: mm-hmm. you want to say on that before I move on? Because this this is I'm I'm getting excited now.
1: No, no, please, because you excited. let's go.
0: So again, Isaiah's telling us to the law and to the testimony. That's the Bible. If they speak not According to this word, which is the words of God, the Bible. Read on.
1: It is because there is no light in them. It is because what? There is no light in them.
0: Is giving you the answer. If they don't speak to you according to the word of God, it is because there is no light in them. There's Mm. no truth in them. Who's the light? Who's the light, St. James?
1: What's the light mean?
0: Yeah, about I say, light. well, what's the light mean? What's that? That's Jesus Christ. Oh my gosh! Let's go to Saint John's chapter. Eight. just hold that; we're gonna come right back.
1: And yes, let's sir, go to St.
0: John, Saint John's in the New Testament, chapter eight, and verse twelve. Let's see how we're going to the scriptures, and, and it's clear because Jesus Christ is also known as what? Saint James, please answer that for me.
1: He's the light.
0: And what else is he? He's also known as the truth, the, the truth. way. The truth, Uh and he also is our life. He's our life. But if we're speaking about, if they speak not according to this, so what is he also? The word. Thank you. He's the what? He's the word. He is the word. can't get out of that? He's the Uh word. So, John, this, this is how you know you can't get out of what Isaiah is saying. You don't have no light in you. You ain't got Christ in you. Because Christ is also the word. See, if you don't have the word in you, you ain't got Christ in you You don't have the truth because Christ is also the truth John chapter 8
1: verse 12 <laughs> I'm sorry Mr. Powers I said laugh because it's like alright No matter which way you want to try to come right? No matter which way you're trying to go To the left, to the right, to the front, exactly. to the back You're stuck, you're stuck. <laughs> It's, stuck. Like, it's like you turn you can turn around in a box or a circle It's like oh I'm sorry I can't go there ooh, ooh, sorry I can't go yep. there Oh sorry I can't go there Oh
0: I'm gonna back up. Okay, I'm stuck. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I'm it's like, it's, no, no. It's, it, and I said that for a reason because, like, one of those questions Christ used to ask certain Pharisees and Sadducees. The question that, no matter what answer they gave, they were stuck. Because <laughs> that's how Christ dealt with him. Because he knew the Word. He, he is the Word. He knew the truth. They try right. to set him up. He would ask them a question. No matter which way they answered it, they they done. <laughs> you can There's no way you can answer that if you're not teaching according to the Word because you ain't got Christ in you. Because Christ yeah, is the light. Hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, no, so I was, yeah, because this, this is, this is amazing. Oh, man, I just dropped my place because I got excited too. <laughs> so I'm sorry. But it's, it's crazy, sir, because like, all right, in order for you to think that this isn't true, or in order for you to say this isn't accurate, you have to say that Jesus Christ is not one of those things. Right. Right. You got to say that Jesus Christ is not the word. Right. So, so now you, now so now you're minimizing and trying to put God himself in a box. Right And you, you're like super super stuck and destroyed Because if you're a believer Right then yeah, then it's supposed to be everything So now we everything. come right back to the word And see that Jesus Christ is the word And yeah I'm
0: sorry sir <laughs> No you're right you're right on it He's the word and if you're not following the word What does that mean You're not really following Christ are you now Oh
1: man <laughs> This is too early in the show to hurt everybody's feelings sir so.
0: Well the truth has to be told But let's, it does let's Yeah so the question that we asked was, how do you know when somebody's teaching you the truth? And we need to establish that's very important because mm-hmm. you're going to be able to see that um, what we're saying is the truth. And then what you're being taught, you know, you get to look at that from that perspective and say, wow, is what, being, is, what is what's being taught to me about Christ, the truth, when you go into the right. scriptures and you see that that's not actually there. Um, So this is why we're establishing this before we go into the topic of Easter. Um, so again, John chapter 8 verse 12, there is no light in you from Isaiah 8 and 20. Who's that light? John chapter 8 verse 12.
1: Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I
0: am the light of the world. There you see that? Christ said it right hmm. there. He says, I am the light out of his own mouth. He said, I right. am the light. I'm the light. So if you're not in the light, you're in darkness. Okay. Mm. The light is the truth, the light is the word, the light is Christ. If you don't have the light, which is not having the word, which is not having the truth, which is not having Christ, then you have darkness, you have lies, you have deception. Mm. Let's go back to Isaiah chapter 8 and verse 20, please. Yes, sir. You read it when you got it, please. St. James
1: to the law and to the testimony.
0: So, what is Isaiah saying? I'm sorry, did you read that part again? To the 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 law.
1: And to the testimony.
0: So so Isaiah is letting us know where the light is at. Where the truth is at. Where are you supposed to be getting everything? It is to the law and to the testimony. When you look at the law and the testimony, that is the volume of the book. That is the Bible. The law is known as the Torah. That's the first five books of the Bible. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. Then the testimony is everything that compiles the Bible. That whole volume of the book. The testimony is the prophets that testify concerning everything about God and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Everything that took place with the children of Israel, the prophecies, everything dealing with his word is the testimony. And that's the rest of the books of the Bible. New that's Testament, right. New Testament, Old Testament, and 14 books of the Apocryphal, St. James, which again yep. was removed out of the original Bible. But you can still find Bibles with it. And there was a reason why that was done. Um, there's a reason why the Lord allowed it to be done because it's all prophecy. God's word has to be fulfilled. So that shows you that man will do certain things, but God will still allow the truth to be there so he could fulfill his word. Um, so there's nothing that's done. And I'm saying that for a reason. We're gonna come back, Easter, the word Easter will come back later on. And after we break everything down in this two part series of the truth um, about Easter Sunday, and you might come back and say, well, what about Easter? Once, once we explain what Easter is, you're going to be like, well, how is that something that's in the word of God? We're going to explain that. Mm-hmm. God allows everything to happen for a reason. There's nothing that doesn't happen without God's approval. Nothing. Not even the hair. And you know that, St. James. If You know the word right. of God. You know that not even a hair that falls out of your head <laughs> <laughs> is not done without God sanctioning it. So if you got people that's losing their hair that they got a, 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 they're bald in there. Guess what? God allowed that. He, mm-hmm. had to sanction, he had to sanction that. That's how detailed God is. He's precise. Nothing happens without God allowing it to happen. And if you believe in God, then you believe in His word because that's exactly what He said, St. James.
1: That's right. Yes, sir. That's exactly what He said. And that's what exactly what it is that we have to follow this is uh yeah this is man I'm almost at, at a loss of words right here so i had something in yeah man i am at a loss of words You, you, you no <laughs> it just totally went out my head ahead, there's
0: no way you, you know where you can get out of it either you follow yeah. god's word or you don't either you believe in christ or you're not so let's get into um Let's get into um um Easter and we we mentioned what Easter is. It starts off on the Ash Wednesday. Um, we're gonna talk about that later, but I'm just giving you the chronological order of what leads to Easter Sunday so we can start going into the scriptures. Um okay. again, it starts on the ash Wednesday, um, when everybody goes to church and they get their ashes on their forehead, and it's supposed to be a period that starts 40 day 40 days, what they call Lent, um, where they abstain from meat because they want to remember. Or keep in mind the things that Christ went through Through his 40 days and 40 nights And then as that leads; those 40 days end up And finishes off on a good Friday In which they claim that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ Was crucified on a Friday And then it completely finishes off With the claim that he resurrected On a, what they call an Easter Sunday So now, being that we went to Isaiah 8 and 20 showed you how do you know when somebody's teaching you the truth and if they're not it's because they don't have god in them they don't have christ in them they don't have the word in them they don't have the light in them i'm putting the question out there saint james Mm -hmm. where in the bible can you find the observance of ash wednesday that's a good question sir i would like for anybody I would like for anybody out there to answer that. Show me Ash Wednesday in the scriptures. And I'm not referring to putting ashes on you and and mourning. <laughs> right. and mourning because right. then you got you got some pastors and preachers and and, and and uh Catholic priests that try to use that those scriptures. How you know Esther went through certain things and she put ashes on you. That, that's something that's, that was known in the biblical times. When you're mourning, you put on sackcloth, ashes on your head, and you mourned. I'm not referring to that, I'm referring to. Ash Wednesday. The fact that it falls on Wednesday every time that the fact that you put a cross in the fore in your forehead and that you observe what's called Lent leading up to Good Friday. Where is that in the scriptures? Where is Fat Tuesday in the scriptures? A lot of people don't think I didn't know about that. Fat Tuesday leads into Ash Wednesday, St. James. Now, oh, yeah, if that's, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's where everyone starts exactly going it. crazy, right? Right, <laughs> that's, listen, Mardi Gras. Mm-hmm. It is all connected. This is what they call carnival. Carnival is a Latin word, which means meats. So now what was taking place in the ancient world? They knew that Ash Wednesday was coming up, and they know they didn't have the technology at that time to preserve the meats because it would get spoiled, which, again, an Israelite, a black man, Invented that. I just want to put that out there. That's the, that's how we have refrigerators now, where we can store stuff and preserve stuff, and keep it cold. <laughs> I just want to say that. Oh, St. James. I thought I would say that. Uh-huh. But in the ancient time, they couldn't. They couldn't keep the meats for a long period of time. So what they would do? They would get together and they would have carnival and eat up all the meats because Ash Wednesday's coming. So now because uh-huh. Ash Wednesday's coming, it's forty days of observing from eating meat only fish. Which again, please find me the scripture that tells you that you're supposed to be doing that. They have right. Carnival. Carnival goes into what? Mardi Gras. Flat Tuesday. Then Ash Wednesday.
1: Yeah. I would and like you... Go ahead. Oh you kept it very PG too, um Mr. <laughs> <all laughs> yeah. Powers, because like Fat Tuesday is when they just let loose, so they know they're gonna to have to abstain from something. So now they, they um, what's the opposite of abstain? Is they, they go into whatever it is that they want to do and all kind of craziness. So, oh, uh, it happens on that on that Fat Tuesday.
0: And, all type yeah. of lust. Oh, you know, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta sacrifice my flesh and get ready for this time period that I'm going through. Let me abstain from all this evil. Let me get it all out the way. Fat Tuesday. Right. Give me a break, man. Are you serious, St. James? This is supposed to be leading to the crucifixion of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? And you observing this? Again. It is.
1: It, it, Go ahead. It's, it's, it's just amazing, right? It's like, if you, the whole point and everything that we have learned, right, from the Holy God, for all the Apostle, and you reach is, and when it comes down to it, right, we, ultimately, we have to be good. And that's just really right. what it comes down to. We have to be good. So, the, right. just the the very fact that you would think that because you have to not do something in observers, like even if you take everything else away and you and you boil it just straight down to it at, at all, like even if you had to abstain something for a period of time, you can't just go and just let yourself out loose and just go crazy just because. <laughs> I mean that that that's your justification. Like that that right there is the. Are the actions of an unbeliever? That those are the actions of someone who is trying to put on a covering, like a little haha show of how good they are. But no, deep down they they are wicked and evil, and 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 yeah, this is
0: yeah. I'm sorry, sir. I'm gonna go off on No, yo, you you, no, you you you're hearing right on the topic. Let let me get into the time of penance, forty days, because Christ was in the mountain being tempted. So let me get all my wickedness out the way. Mardi Gras carnival. And into fat Tuesday to get me ready for Ash Wednesday. That's hypocritical. But again, mm-hmm. I I mentioned that because this is what starts off the time period that leads to uh what they call Easter Sunday, uh, the rest what they say the resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ happened on. Again, mm-hmm. we went into Isaiah 8 and 20, showing you how do you know when somebody's teaching you the truth? Where is all that that we what well, we just mentioned, St. James? Where is all that? in the scriptures if the scriptures is supposed to be your guide and you a firm believer of the bible and god and jesus christ which you know is the word where is that in the scriptures
1: yeah where's the high holy day for easter
0: (laughs) (laughs) where is in in the in the current
1: context yeah in the current context right um where's the
0: observance exactly where's the observance of carnival mardi gras fat tuesday going into Ash Wednesday where you put a cross an ashes in the of a cross okay on your forehead to begin well, a 40 day lent period
1: right or what was the event right cuz all of our all of our high holy days or memorials right or where we remember what our lord king and savior Jesus Christ has done and there's miraculous events that happen on those days right so what was the miraculous event that happened on that Wednesday That we're coming back to and celebrating.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Thank you. I mean, you're going to find out that those days that's being kept, that starts off um, a Lent that goes into Easter, there's no biblical foundation for it. There's no scripture Mm. that tells you that. Um, This is not something that was being observed um, um, by the children of Israel. This was Mm. nothing that was being observed by Christ. This was nothing that was being observed by the apostles after uh, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ uh, uh, was crucified and resurrected. Never. You don't see that anywhere in the New Testament. Right. You, you don't hear about that being followed and kept by the apostolic succession that succeeded the original apostles. You don't see that. You see it pop up sometime later down in history. And we always go back to that same time period. It's so amazing. When you do historical research, you look at 4th century fifth century when they started seeing these things pop up but not during those times that we re- we refer to nowhere in scripture there is no scripture backing for any of these things so you wanted wanted to mention that this is why it's very important that the scriptures that we mentioned in first is supposed to be your god if that's not being if that's not being followed according to the scriptures then you automatically supposed to be questioning wait a minute if that's not in the scriptures then what am i doing yep what do you believe so, in what are you really believing in what are you really following we're gonna and get who? that <laughs> and who are you really following right we're gonna get that later we're gonna go into that later on but i went there on uh, saint james to show you that that's the beginning of what they call um um a late going into easter so then it is it, it, that 40-day period ends off on, on what they call like a good friday right and right this is what this is what we're gonna go into the scriptures and okay. we're gonna analyze that and we're gonna Put that to the test because the scriptures let you know that we're supposed to do what? Prove all things, right? That's
1: right. And Let's the do scripture,
0: it. Scripture. The scripture is supposed to be our guide. Now it brings us to Good Friday. Okay, what they call Good Friday. And this is so important because anybody know? Everybody knows that Christ came um, mm-hmm. to die for the sins of the people, right? Um, what they don't know is who the people is. They think that it's everybody, but that's another topic. But it'll 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 be addressed at some point in this class. Um. And this is what everybody's foundation is based on, right? That right? like Jesus Christ died for the sins of the people. And he went on the cross. So they say he died on a good Friday and resurrected on the Easter Sunday. So now where is the scriptures to back that? Can the scriptures tell us that he died on a good Friday, and resurrected on the Easter Sunday? Let's look at that. Let's see. Oh, because, because this is what the world says that he died on a good Friday. Is there, bibl- is there biblical evidence the crucifixion of our lord and savior jesus christ to have happened on what they call a good friday is there any biblical evidence to show you that christ resurrected on easter sunday well let's go into the scriptures and let's show you let's let's show you where they get that from first let's show you the lie um where they try to say it was a good friday because that's a lie it's not good friday but we're gonna get into that we're gonna analyze that because Christ is clear, in the scriptures tell you how long he mm-hmm. when he will be crucified, at what time he will be crucified, how long will he be uh, uh uh dead, and what day he will resurrect. So let's analyze in the scriptures if Good Friday is actually the day that Christ was crucified. First thing we want to get, we want to get um where they get this understanding from. Let's go to Mark fifteen verse forty two. Okay. Again, very important. Um, if the scriptures is your guide, then everybody should be paying very close attention to this. Um, yep. And if it's, if it's without a shadow of a doubt that we show you that it was not an Easter Sunday, that it was not a Good Friday, that the Sabbath never changed from Saturday to Sunday, then wow, <laughs> then your, your whole foundation has just been stripped from you. <laughs> yeah, even the very 15,
1: day you go, yeah.
0: Even even the very day that you go and claim to go to church. And if that's the truth, what we're showing you, what in the world are these pastors teaching you? Mark 15, verse 42. Let's read that.
1: And now when the evening was come. And now when
0: the evening was come. Read on.
1: Because it was the preparation. That is, the day before the Sabbath.
0: Stop. Read that one more time, please.
1: And now when the evening was come. Because it was the preparation. That is the day before the Sabbath
0: right so let's let's analyze that this is what they this is the day that they say um proves that it was a Friday we know that the evening begins the actual day from evening to evening is what the Lord tells us and it says it was the preparation everybody knows that when the Sabbath was coming around that there is a preparation day when everybody prepares for the Sabbath Saint James so mm-hmm. this scripture right here they try to say it was a Friday. And this is why, before the sun went down, Joseph of Arithamathea Arithmathea, probably saying that wrong. Um Arimathea. Arimathea, thank you. Joseph of Arimathea um begged Pilate for the body because the sun was coming down to prepare for the Sabbath. Get ready for the Sabbath. This is this is this is what they say is Friday. But the question is. It's Friday evening going into Saturday, the only Sabbath. Hmm. Is that the only Sabbath? A weekly Sabbath? Or do we have what's known as High Holy Days? That's also known as Sabbaths. Huh. It's a good question, right? A lot of people. That's a very good saying, question,
1: oh, okay. yeah. Like, wait a minute. There's more than so, one
0: Sabbath? Huh. Right, right. So now the question is. What day was the preparation day that they was preparing for? What was the preparation? And what was that day that they was preparing for? Okay, let's show you another one. Let's uh-huh. go to John chapter 19 verse 31.
1: John so chapter we, 19 verse 31.
0: So what are we dealing with right now? We're showing you um the lie. Where, where are they getting this understanding that it was a good Friday that he was crucified and resurrected on the Easter Sunday. Who's showing you the lie Go to John chapter 19 verse, This is what they're getting their understanding from But again If your understanding is not coming from Christ Then as the scriptures tell you You can wrestle with the scriptures To your own destruction So let's read that John chapter 19 verse 31 The Jews therefore Because it was the preparation See that because it was the preparation The preparation of what is the question to Read on
1: that the body should not remain upon the cross on the Sabbath that? day
0: right see that on the sabbath day so they knew the law um so let's go back to the book of john chapter 19 verse 31 please
1: yes sir john chapter 19 verse 31 the jews therefore because it was the preparation right the, the body question should. is i'm sorry the question is the preparation for what Mm-hmm. Read on mm-hmm. That the body should not remain upon the cross On the Sabbath day
0: Right on the Sabbath day Because the Sabbath day was coming So again let just show you that It was within our law and the Sabbath day was coming So now what Sabbath and what preparation We we'll leave it just like that And we're going to come back to that Let's go from there to hmm, Let's go from there to Matthew 27 Verse 62 and 63 Yes, sir you got it. you can read it, please.
1: now, the next day that followed the day of the preparation,
0: you see that the now chief... the next day that followed the day of the preparation, read on, the chief priests and the Pharisees came together unto Pilate, right, they came to who they came to Pilate, Read on
1: saying, sir, remember that that deceiver said, while he was yet alive, while he was yet alive, come on after three days i will rise again
0: so at this point our lord and savior jesus christ was already crucified um and he was already um in the grave and it tells you that after three what does it say after what
1: after three days
0: i will rise again very important after three days after three days so now we have to establish what are those days because it says after three days Remember, right. they say he's they say he crucified on a good Friday, resurrected on Easter Sunday. Keep that in mind. That's what they teach you. But it here it says after three days. Come on.
1: I will rise again.
0: And he will rise again. He will resurrect from the dead. So they celebrate this and they call that an Easter Sunday. Okay. And it always falls on an Easter Sunday. You know, keep that in mind as well. Why a Sunday? Why Easter? Um, let's go from there and jump to Matthew's. 28 verse 1 and let's continue to show you where where they're getting this understanding from. Then we're gonna address all these things. Matthew 28, verse 1. Let's read that.
1: In the end of the Sabbath, as it began to dawn toward the first day of the week.
0: Right. The first day of the week everybody knows is Sunday. If Sunday is not the first day in the week, then tell me why the Sabbath was changed from Saturday to Sunday. You're clearly letting us know that you know the Sabbath is Saturday. But so you changed it to Sunday because you know that's the first day of the week, because that's the day that you say that Christ resurrected. So let's read it from the top again. Matthew 28 and verse 1, please. In the end of the Sabbath. In the end of the Sabbath, which is the seventh day of the week, which is known today as Saturday. In the end of the Sabbath, come on.
1: As it began to dawn toward the first day of the week.
0: Right, as it begins to dawn. That's the the dawning period is right before the sun is getting ready to come out. Okay, and this is where these people have what's called the sunrise uh, ceremony. Because they say that by that time, Christ already... Resurrected on a sunrise mm-hmm. Sunday morning. Very important. Sunrise service. We're going to come back to that. Read on. And behold,
1: there was a... Excuse me. Came Mary Magdalene and the other Mary to see the sepulture
0: Right. So these are the Marys that followed Jesus Christ. These were also followers of Christ. Um, that stepped down by the feet of Christ and learned from Christ. They came to see the sepulcher. Where they know that Christ... Because they knew the prophecy. What was the prophecy? Three days, three nights. So before ah. Sunday even came in, remember before Sunday, the day Sunday actually came in, which is the first day, before the sun even rised, <laughs> right, which would be considered the daytime of uh, of that 24-hour period, right, St. James? Right. Um, it said while it was yet, while it was dawning, they went to see the sepulcher. Now, what did they see when they saw the sepulcher at that point in time? Let's read.
1: And behold, there was a great earthquake, for the angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and
0: sat upon it. Right. So then the angel, these are we uh, felt the great earthquake. And what happened? An angel came down from heaven. And he rolled that humongous stone. And he moved that 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 stone, which is what was closed. The tomb was closed in. Okay, which Christ's body was in there. Um that's that that tomb belonged to that rich man, which was Joseph of Arimathea, and he gave that tomb to Christ when he begged Pilate for the body and put his body in there, which he remained there for three days and three nights. So they went to go see the stuff. They went to go see Christ. Remember, and when you read the scripture, it tells you they was preparing the spices to anoint the body. So when they went to go see that, the angel came down and rolled the tomb. And what did the angel tell the two Marys that were there? Read.
1: His countenance was like lightning, and his raiment white as snow. So he had on a white garment from head to toe. Come on, and for fear of him, the keepers did shake, and became as dead men.
0: Right. So, um, the keepers had came, and they were as dead men, as and that's in comparison to as dead men meaning they fainted. Why were the keepers there? Because remember, we just read that they said the deceiver said that after three days he was he will rise again. So what did they do? They put keepers there. Let's hold that and let's go back to Matthew 27. And I think we just read 62, right? We were supposed to read 63. So let's go back to 62 and read 63 again. Saying and, sir. And we, I'm sorry. So we're showing you why were they keepers there. Keepers were people that was keeping the tomb. Why were they keeping the tomb? It's going to explain to you why when you read Matthew 27, verse 62 and 63 again. Read that, please.
1: Now, the next day that followed the day of the preparation, the chief priests and Pharisees came together in the pilot, saying, Sir, we remember that that deceiver said that Jesus was, Christ,
0: they calling him the deceiver. Read on while he was yet alive.
1: He said after, this while he was yet alive. Read on after three days, I will rise again.
0: Right. After three days, I will rise again. So they knew that Christ that this is something that was proclaimed. He said he said that some people thought that he was talking about raising up the temple that was set up for a amount of decades and some people knew that it was referring to his body but nevertheless the statement was said by christ and a lot of people heard it so this is what was responded to him this is what was told to those men read on
1: command therefore that the sepulcher be made sure until the third day right let go ahead lest his disciples come by night and steal him away and say unto the people he is risen from the dead so the last error shall be worse than the first
0: right so they're trying to say that well remember we remember what the deceiver said that he was gonna rise after three days so they set some men over there to watch the sepulchre so now you have witnesses there (laughs) that's there watching the sepulchre they said in case the disciples come and take the body and say he's risen so there's people that were there watching the tomb the whole time let's go back to Matthew 28 and those were the men that became as dead men. Those were the ones that was watching the sepulchre to make sure that nobody comes and steal the body. Showing you that the body was dead for three days and three nights. Why is that important? Because later on, people are going to say that his body was stolen. Okay? They're going to lie and say his body was stolen and that what happened to him didn't happen. And this, and that's to this very day, St. James. Am I right or wrong? You have that that, right. that, that, that ideology and that lie being taught out there. That he never really resurrected That he never was crucified That's that's a bunch of lies Again, the scriptures is your guy So those men became as dead men Meaning they fainted When the angel came down Let's go back to Matthew 28 Verse 5 Start from verse 5, please And
1: the angel answered And said unto the woman Fear not ye For I know that ye seek Jesus Which was crucified
0: Hmm What did the angel say?
1: He is not here
0: For he is risen As he said, you see that he is risen as he said. Very important. As he said, he is risen as he said. What did he say about his crucifixion? What did he say about him being risen? Let's go from there to Matthew 16 verses 20 and 21. Matthew 16 verses 20 and 21. Let's look at that. What did Christ say?
1: Then charged he his disciples that they should tell no man that he was Jesus the Christ. That's right. From, Read on. from that time forth began Jesus to show unto his disciples how that he must go into Jerusalem and suffer many things of the he elders. Was gonna,
0: he was going to suffer many things of the elders. Read on. And chief
1: priests and scribes and be killed. And be what? And be, and be killed. And be killed. Come on. And be raised again the third day.
0: And be raised again the third day. See that? That day. So what did Christ say? Christ said three days. After three days. What else does Christ say? Let's look at the prophecy again. Matthew 12. And let's start from verse 36 to 40. Now we establishing. What did Christ say concerning his crucifixion? He said three days. He said he will rise up after three days. Let's go to the prophecy again, Matthews 12, and let's start from verse 36 to 40.
1: But I say unto you, that every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give account thereof in the day of judgment.
0: Yeah, I just want to make sure everybody know that. People who don't want to believe what the word of God is saying, every idle word that you're going to speak, you have to give account of it in the day of judgment. So, read on. For
1: by thy words thou shalt be justified, and by thy words thou shalt be condemned.
0: That's right. So by the words, is what's going to be justified you. And by your words, you're going to be condemned. Come on.
1: Then certain of the scribes and of the Pharisees answered, saying, Master,
0: we would see a sign from thee. So they was tempting Christ because they wanted to catch him. Um, And they wanted to catch him in some type of lie or whatever case may be. They was looking to find fault. That's the word I'm looking for, not lie. They was looking to find fault in Christ. So in the other part of the other kind of scripture, it tells you tempting him. um. This is what they asked him.
1: Read. But he answered and said unto them, An evil and adulterous generation seeketh after a sign.
0: Yeah, an evil and adulterous generation seeketh seeketh after a sign. Now, what is the sign that Christ gave him? What is the prophecy that Christ gave him? Read on.
1: And there shall no sign be given to it, but the sign of the prophet Jonas.
0: Very important. The sign of the prophet Jonah. Jonas was a prophet. In the Old Testament that was actually swallowed up by a whale. And it's going to tell you how long he was there for. Read.
1: For as Jonas was three days and three nights. Stop.
0: How long? Three days and three nights. So now what is Christ doing? He's given us a dispensation of time. Three days and three nights. Read on.
1: In the whale's belly.
0: Was, Jonah was in the whale's belly for three days And three nights That's three full days St. James And mm-hmm. three full nights <laughs> Just like Jonah was three days And three nights in the whale's belly Read on
1: So shall the son of man be three days And three nights In the heart of the earth
0: In the heart of the earth meaning he was going to be dead In the grave Three days and three nights mm. See that? But that they tell you that it was a Friday. So let's look at that. Let's analyze that, St. James. Okay? Yeah. Why, why is three, that so
1: important? Yeah, three days and three nights. So hmm. Three days
0: and three nights. So let's just analyze that right there. Right there. Just right there before we continue. And let's just look at simple logic. Uh-huh. Three days and three nights. And um, Can you get three days and three nights from Friday to Sunday?
1: Well, let's count it out, right? You got it. So, Friday to Saturday so, is one day.
0: Right. Friday to Saturday is one day, right? Right. And one night. Mm-hmm. So then,
1: then, you you get get Saturday. then you get Saturday, Saturday night. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Two nights. And you get two nights. And. Where's your third I, day? I don't, I, I don't have a third day, sir.
0: Because we just read in Matthews that it says that as it dawned. Right. Right. That. When they went to see this episode, the daylight wasn't even out yet for you to say the daytime, right? Right. Uh, we Yeah, you, you can't even get test. to the day. You so can't you, even get to so, so you can't count that as a day, can you? So no, that's, you can't. that's logically impossible. But let, let me give you, let's just give you another scripture. Let's go to John chapter 20, verse 1. I, I'm okay. just laying the whole thing. I, I'm, I'm giving them, I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt, if you want to put it that way. We because we know that what they're teaching is lies, but we're going through we analyzing through the scriptures and we're showing you listen, did that really happen according to the way you said it happened? Um, yeah, the scriptures ain't gonna show you that. So you are not following the scriptures, is basically what we're trying to show you right here. And as we mentioned earlier, which was very important, what is supposed to be your guide, St. James?
1: The, the scriptures. scriptures, the word,
0: the word Christ. What did Christ say? Three days and three nights. No less wow. than three full days was he going to be in the grave, in the belly of the earth. And then it says after three days, he was going to rise. So that means three days, three nights, then he was going to rise. But let me just show <sighs> you that you can't get a day out of Sunday. That's logically impossible. And not only is that logically impossible, then we're going to show you that it's mathematically impossible. Um, Let's go to John chapter 20, and let's read verse 1 again. Well, not again, for the first time, please. John chapter 20, verse 1. Now we're getting John's um, account of Christ's crucifixion. And this is why you see four Gospels. You, you want to you ask the question, well, why is there four Gospels? Like, um, Normally, it's usually one book, but there's four accounts of Christ's story. His life mm-hmm. manifested in the earth, in the flesh. It's easy, because those are eyewitnesses. Because our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, as it tells you in the scriptures, when two or more, two or more are gathered together, Mm. you got four. That means it's undeniable, St. James.
1: Right. You can't get out of it. All different accounts. Right. And you can see it's all different accounts of the same same history. Same,
0: Same history, all different accounts, independent one of each other. But guess what? All linking up telling you the same story. Right. You can't get out of it. John nope. chapter 20, verse 1. Let's see John's account real quick.
1: The first day of the week cometh.
0: The first day of the week come Again, everybody knows that that first day is Sunday because that's the day you claim he resurrected. So we don't have to show you the first day means Sunday. People try to say Monday. No, the first day is Sunday. And everybody knows the seventh day is Saturday. That's clear. Right. The first day of the week. Come on. Cometh
1: Mary Magdalene early when it was yet dark. Stop. Look at that.
0: Look at that. So, you know, we we saw dawn. And some some people say, well, dawn means it's getting ready to come. So maybe by the time they got there, you know, the sun was already out. No. What is the scripture (laughs) telling you? (laughs) When
1: when it was yet
0: dark. When it was yet dark. Dark. While it was yet dark. Mary came to see the body. She came to the sepulchre. Read.
1: And seeth the stone taken away from the sepulchre.
0: Right. She saw the angel come down and the stone was taken away. Read on.
1: Then she runneth and cometh to Simon Peter and to the other disciple whom Jesus Mm -hmm. loved.
0: Right. So, again, the part that I wanted to get from John's account was it said while it was yet dark. So, again, St. James, if you want to say, well... Three days and three nights is not talking about three actual full days, which you have some idiot scholars <laughs> that try to say that. Tell I me.
1: Go ahead, St. James. Come
0: on. Come on. How
1: It says it right there. It says three days and three nights. How are you going to get out of that? How are you going to modify that? You can't so, modify that. Ask for convenience. It says three days right.
0: and three nights. Three nights. The scriptures is clear on that because what is the guidance? Our guidance is the word of God. So now, St. James, three days, three nights. Mm-hmm. Let's 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 look at that again. He was crucified according to them on a Friday because it says preparation Before the Sabbath,
1: mm-hmm. so they
0: say Friday. Okay, fine. If you want to think that way, let us just look at that Friday. We'll give you day one. Okay, Friday. Friday evening we'll give you night one. Okay, so you have one night, one day. So now we have Saturday. Saint James, what is that? Yeah, that's two? the second day. Yeah, day right. two. And then if you and then if you want to say Saturday night, okay, we'll give you that one. We'll give it to you. You have night two. Where's day three and night three? And even if, and even if Saint James, let's let's just stretch it out a little bit, which is a stretch, but we, we, we're trying to get to a point. Let's just give you the day of Sunday, which we know is impossible because it says while it was yet dark. But let's just give you that day. Oh, that's being just
1: that's, that's being generous, sir. Oh, that's, that's being, being very being generous. generous,
0: very generous. But nevertheless, where's the night at? <laughs> right. Three days, three nights.
1: Yeah, and three nights, it's very clear
0: Three days very and clear. three nights It is logically Impossible For Christ to have been crucified On a Friday And resurrected on a Sunday Impossible Now mm. let's give you the undeniable proof If you think that's all we got We got way more And if you think you, that's all we got after that We got even more we got, we, We're got saving the best for last The bomb is going to be at the at the end where you're gonna sit down and say, Oh snap, you can't even be able to get out of it. But let's just show you something. Let's go back to Matthew's 12 and let's just read verse 40 again. And we want to get the prophecy concerning what Christ said regarding his crucifixion and his death. Matthew chapter 12 and verse 40. Again, all this information brought out beautifully, masterfully by the God and comforter, holy apostle chief, preach which is our teacher, which is the one that was taught directly by Christ to reveal all this information to us.
1: That's right. And and once
0: you learn it, it don't matter which way you want to take it. You can spin it this way, spin it that way. It's the same understanding you ain't gonna be able to get out of it. You're gonna see without a shadow of a doubt that what's being taught out there is a complete lie. It's fabricated. Now the question is why? We'll get to that later. Why? But Let's just prove that. We're gonna prove you without a shadow of a doubt. It couldn't have been a Friday. So if it couldn't have been a Friday, Then what Sabbath is that talking about? If it couldn't have been a Friday, what is that preparation day that they were referring to? Preparing for what? We'll address that in a minute. So let's go back to the prophecy Saint James. And you're welcome to come in whenever you whenever you got you want to say something. Uh, Matthew 12 and verse 40, please.
1: Yes, sir. For as Jonas was three days and three nights in the whale's belly.
0: Again, Christ is telling you that sign. I'm, I'm gonna give you a sign. You want to know that I'm the son of man? You want to know that I'm God manifested in the flesh? That's that right. I'm the anointed Messiah, I'm going to give you a sign. But I want you to know this, that a wicked generation seeks after a sign. Let me give you the sign. I'm going to prove to you without a shadow of a doubt that I am the one. Read that again, please.
1: For as Jonas was three days and three nights in the whale's belly, so shall the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth.
0: Three days, three nights now that is known as what what is one day how many hours is that
1: 12 hours
0: Tw- one day one day is 24 hours
1: oh yeah if you wanna one yeah. full
0: day i'm sorry one full day <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's why you got me tripped up days a day all right we're doing day and night all right it's a day and night together yes 24 hours
0: right he says it says three days three nights so one full mm-hmm. day is 24 hours two full days is how many hours that's 48 hours Three full days is how many hours, St. James?
1: It's 72
0: hours. Please tell me where you get 72 hours from Friday to Sunday. I mean, really? Where, where is that? But so just in used.
1: case... Go ahead. So you're saying it's logically impossible.
0: Not only... is We first said it's logically impossible. And physically and impossible. <laughs> physically impossible. Physically impossible. And mathematically impossible. Mm. And let me show you that. Because we we, we said... Seventy-two hours. oh you, you you just saying that you can't take that little Yes, you can because Christ said three days and three nights. Now the question right. is, think the scriptures, which is our guide, tell us how to count time in a day. Yes, it does. John chapter eleven verse nine. Let's read that. Does the scriptures tell us how to count days? John chapter eleven verse nine.
1: That's Jesus right. answered. Wow, this is crazy. So this is uh Lord Savior you <laughs> Jesus Christ tell you to, t- to tell them and tell us all himself.
0: <laughs> out of and his Jesus' own mouth That's answered
1: right. yeah Jesus answered
0: Are there not 12 hours in the day? Bam now what you gonna say about that? What you gonna say about that? Christ told you, St. James, out of his own mouth, that the Son mm-hmm. will be three days, three nights. Right. What is our guide? The scriptures. What are we going by? The scriptures. You cannot bypass that. That is not allegory. That is direct. The scriptures. Three days, three nights. That was set like that for a reason. Saint James, he's given us dispensation of time. Three days, three nights. Now, out of Christ's own mouth, we're in the Book of John, chapter eleven, verse nine and he's telling us what is considered a day read it again please
1: jesus answered are there not 12 hours in the day
0: so the daytime is 12 hours we know that a day according to the book of Genesis is from what St. James from evening, evening. Yep. <laughs> unto evening. So let's use some logic here. If we know that a day is from evening to evening and there's 12 hours in the portion of the day, are there not 12 hours in the portion of the night? I mean, that is clear. Right. It's clear. Everything In the vibration of 12. I want to say that too. For a lot of you don't know that. Why 12 hours? It's the vibration of 12. It deals with God's chosen. That's God's number. 12 tribes of the nation of Israel. 12 months in a year. 12 hours in the day. 12 hours in the night. So now. When we said 72 hours. St. James. That's not speculation. Right? Right. That's clear. that's,
1: that's, That's right out of the word.
0: Three days. And three nights. That is. Three portions of the day, which is 36 hours of the day. If you want to look at it that way. Three portions of the night. 12 hours, 36, 36, 72. If you want to look at it that way. If you want to look at a full day, 24 hours. 12 in the day, 12 at night. Second day, 12 hours in the day. 12 hours in the night. Third day, 12 hours in the day. 12 hours in the night. Or if you want to start it from the evening. From the evening to the day. 12 hours in the evening. 12 hours in the day. That's a full day. 24 hours times 3 gives you what? 72 hours St. James Uh, again where's that from Friday to Sunday because when the Mary's came to see I'm sorry let me just finish one statement when the Mary's came to see the sepulchre it was still dark. I mean they didn't even get to the 12 hours the beginning of the 12 hours of the portion of the day
1: right it was still 10, sometime 20, at night it was 20, still sometime 20. in that even in that 12 hours in the night
0: right right so now so
1: we, wow so you can't ahead. even get all 12 hours at night either
0: no no Not now now let's, let's let's look at this because I, i'm gonna hit you with this one this is gonna be another banger okay and there we go i mean there, there's so many that there's no way you, you ain't gonna be able to get out of this one um does the scriptures tell us what time he actually died
1: Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> and
0: if the scriptures tell us, St. James, the time that Christ actually gave up the spirit, mm-hmm. and you count seventy two hours from that time, three days and three nights, does that come up to Sunday morning? Hmm. Well, let's look at that. Because again, we're looking at the fact that they said Friday, right? Okay, let's look at that. Let's go to the crucifixion and let's get Mark's account um of the crucifixion of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And what we're going here is to establish at what time did Christ actually die? At what time did he give up the spirit? Remember, we said three days. Not We didn't say it. Christ said it. We're reiterating the prophecy three days, three nights. And that he was to rise uh-huh. after those three days. So he wouldn't spend a minute less than 72 hours before he was to resurrect again. St. James, three days and three nights. We showed you out of Christ's own mouth, 12 hours in a day. If there's 12 hours in a the day, there's 12 hours in a night, which is a complete 24 hour period times three, 72 hours, three full days, St. James. Now let's establish at what time did he give up the spirit? And this is very important that we mentioned the 12 hours in the day, because now you're gonna start to understand what it means by 12 hours in the day because the scriptures is about to talk about this. Let's go to Mark the 15th chapter. Mm-hmm. Start at verse one, we're gonna jump a little bit because we wanna to get to a point. This chapter is pretty long, but we will to get to certain points in the chapter. So we're gonna jump a little bit, but we're gonna start at the first verse. Mark chapter 15, and let's read verse one, please.
1: And straightway in the morning, the chief priest held a consultation with the elders and scribes. And the whole council and bound jesus and carried him away and delivered him unto Pilate.
0: so there this is they had already they had already um um arrested christ christ was in the garden of gethsemane which when you read the history of the scriptures you see that the only ones that knew about that place was the disciples which christ took his disciples to pray there and we knew that the traitor one of the twelve judas had betrayed christ um and delivered christ to the pharisees and to betray him so they arrested him at night and now they taken him before Pilate to be crucified so this is where we're at right now so let's read the part where it says and bound jesus
1: and bound jesus and carry him away and delivered him to Pilate."
0: right so they had to do that um, in a way where they wouldn't cause an uprising in St. James, because Christ had a lot of followers, so mm-hmm. they were seeking to still seeking to kill Christ because um, Christ's establishment actually took away their position, the Pharisees and Sadducees, and their position in place that they had with Rome. So they was looking for, and they knew that Christ's following was was just amazing, it was just growing and growing because that's what the truth does. So they were looking for a way to get Christ in a way where they wouldn't cause an uproar if he would have did it. In front of the population, St. James. So they knew where he was going to be at, at that time, to pray. Which was the Garden of Gethsemane. The only ones that knew about that was the twelve apostles. And Judas, which is the betrayer, was the one that delivered the Pharisees and Sages to Christ. So they came and bound him at the Garden of Gethsemane. But because they was under Roman rule... They couldn't just do whatever they wanted to do. So they went to deliver him to Pontius Pilate. So this is where the story's picking up right here. And it says, and they bound Jesus and carried him away and delivered him to Pilate. To do what? To be crucified. So from there, let's read verse 2 and then we'll jump.
1: And Pilate asked him, art thou the king of the Jews? And he answering said unto them, thou sayest it.
0: Thou's <laughs> And he answered him, thou sayest it. You said that I'm the king of the Jews. Verse three, uh-huh. and then we'll jump.
1: And the chief priests accused him of many things, but he answered nothing.
0: So you see that they were trying to get rid of Christ and they were seeking to kill Christ because again, their position was in jeopardy um, and they was wicked as hell and evil. So they wanted him to be crucified. So it says, and the chief priest accused him of many things, but he answered nothing. Christ didn't answer nothing. So let's pick it up from, um, I mean, there's so much information here. Um, Let's just pick it up from I want to start at 21, but I want to go before that a little bit. Um I wanna I want to point something out very important. Let's point something out here real quick. Um, and then we're gonna come back to that. I'm looking for it right here. Verse six. This is the one this is what I wanted to point out. Let, let, let's look at that because this is gonna to start to explain when Christ was being crucified. Verse six.
1: Now at that feast,
0: stop <laughs> You see that? St. James, you cannot get out of this. Yeah, what you feast? Read that again. Exactly. Thank you. Read now, it again. Now, at that feast... And just like you said, St. James, what feast? What feast? Now, at that feast... Read on.
1: He released unto them one prisoner, whomsoever they desired.
0: So, Pilate, because, again, they was under Roman rule, under, under Roman occupation, during this feast that comes... Around every year, Pontius Pilate will, will release one prisoner of the Jews, whomsoever they desire. So again, we wanted to point out what feast. Very important. Very important. <laughs> um, and when you read that, verse seven tells you it was Barabbas, which was a criminal and a murderer. Um, but let's jump from there. Um, verse now jump to verse nine real quick.
1: But Pilate answering them. Excuse me, but Pilate answered them, saying, Will ye that I release unto you the king of the Jews?
0: Yeah, shall I release unto you Jesus Christ? Verse 10.
1: For he knew that the chief priests had delivered him for envy.
0: You see that? It's <laughs> like I mentioned earlier, they envy Christ because they know that the whole world, they said the whole world will go after him, which is the world of Israel, and they will lose their place in their position with Rome. And they didn't want to lose their place in their position. Very similar to these... um. Priests and pastors that you see today They have their position so they rather lie to the people To keep their position um, Nevertheless you see that they delivered him For envy Pontius Pilate he knew that So they were saying so should they deliver Barabbas which, which is a murderer Or should he deliver Jesus Christ Jump 2 verse 13 now.
1: And they cried out again Crucify him
0: So they were saying crucify him because again The Jews could not just crucify him without The sanction of Rome because they was run under Roman occupation: um,
1: Yeah, so this is amazing, sir.
0: Amazing, Let me come right
1: up. Yeah sir, what are you looking for next?
0: Verse 14. I want to get to a point in that we're going to get to um, establishing at what time Christ was crucified. Verse 14. read
1: Then Pilate said unto them, "Why? What evil hath he done?
0: Yeah, what evil have done what evil hath Christ done that you want him to be crucified?
1: Read. And they cried out the more exceedingly, crucify him.
0: So the Jews were saying, crucify him. So a lot of people try to say, Well, the Jews killed Christ. No, the Jews didn't kill Christ, they delivered him to be killed, but they couldn't kill him themselves because they was under Roman rule. They needed permission from Rome to be able to crucify Christ. This is why the Romans is also charged with the death of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, which eventually they're gonna pay for that too. But again, so what did what did Pilate do? Verse 15.
1: And so Pilate, willing to content the people, released Barabbas unto them and delivered Jesus when he had scourged him to be crucified.
0: Right, so now we know that Christ is being what? He's being led away to be crucified. So that goes to the process. They beat him. They they did a lot of evil to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. The the prophet Isaiah prophesied that in the book of Isaiah, the fifty-third chapter, actually ending um in the 52nd chapter going into the 53rd chapter how he was going to be bruised and beaten down all that was prophesied to happen so now christ is fulfilling prophecy he's getting ready to be crucified let's jump to verse 21 and no no um, verse 20 i'm sorry verse 20 i'm sorry verse 20
1: and when they had mocked him they took off the purple from him and put on his and put his own clothes on him and led him out to crucify him.
0: So now Christ is being led out to be, what well, to be crucified. And he's going to what's known as that walk to be led into Golgotha, which is known as the place of skull and bones to actually be crucified because a lot a lot of Israelites was being killed in that area. So read verse 21 now. Now we're going to start getting to at the, what time did Jesus Christ get crucified? Verse 21. Let's read that.
1: And they compelled one assignment a Cyrenian, who passed by, coming out of the country, the father of Alexander and Rufus to bear his cross. And they bring him unto the place Golgotha, which is being interpreted the place of a skull.
0: Read on. So again, like I mentioned, that's the place where a lot of Israelites was being crucified. That place Golgotha is also known as, by interpretation, the place of a skull. Read. And they gave him to
1: drink wine mingled with myrrh, but he received it not. Read and on. When, and when they had crucified him, they parted his garments, casting so lots...
0: Being... Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Read it again, and when,
1: please. And when they had crucified him, they parted his garments, casting lots upon
0: them, what every man should take. Now, here's the point. We have, to, we have to go through that just to show you how it led up to him being crucified. Here's the point. Verse 25. Read that. And it was the third hour. It was What? the third hour it was the third hour read on and they crucified him very important right here it was the third hour remember he he had the cross and he took the walk up to the hill in golgotha which is being interpreted the place of skull so now it was the third hour and they crucified him why is this important because we christ told us out of his own mouth are they not 12 hours in a day? So, if there's 12 hours in a day, what time does that 12 hour begin? Those 12 hours begin. It begins when the sun rises. What time is that? That's 6 a.m. So, again, what is this giving? This is giving us precise details. So, from 6 a.m. St. James to mm-hmm. 6 p.m. is right. 12 hours of the day. And from 6 p.m., to 6 a.m., or 5, you know, going into 6 a.m., is 12 hours in the night. The scripture right. is telling us in verse 25, read it again. St. James, say that part again.
1: Yeah, so, and again, just to make sure make sure it's clear, because some people may be looking at it, like, wait a minute. When I look outside, the sun's already up, and it's before 6, or right. it's way after 6, right. and it's still dark. Right now, remember right. that how you can know without a shadow of a doubt is... Look at what they already call. What is, what is the midnight, right? There's a time that's known as midnight. That's at 12 a.m., mm, which nice. is the middle of the night. So that means there's nice. six hours behind it and six hours after it. So what right. it, it has right. to be 6 p.m. to just before that to 6 a.m.
0: That's the nighttime. Right. Uh, that's a beautiful point uh, of St. James because that will come back up. So in this, in like like he was mentioning, and just to add to that, this was before um daylight saving times where you know, that as the scriptures prophesied that it would happen that they would be changing the times and the laws. So that was right. before that. So from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. is 12 hours of the day that Christ told us. So now it says, read verse 25 one more time, please.
1: And it was the third hour, and they crucified him.
0: So what time was he put on the cross in Golgotha? It was at 9 a.m., the mm. third hour of the day. There's 12 hours in the day. The day begins at 6 a.m., Three hours later, which is called the third hour of the day, would be 9 a.m. Our time, 9 a.m. Our time, very important. So he was crucified at what time? 9 a.m. 9 a.m.
1: Right.
0: 9 a.m. Everybody keep that in mind. 9 a.m. Read on.
1: And the superscription of his accusation was written over the king of the Jews. And with the, and with him, they crucified two thieves, the one on his right hand
0: and the other on his left, so we just confirming that he was in Golgotha, and he was crucified it was nine a m so from there let because we're trying to get to a point verse thirty three now and when the sixth hour was come, stop, and when the what sixth hour was come the sixth hour of what because when we read um the so twenty, um, excuse me. When we read um the twenty fifth verse, it said it was the third hour. The third hour of what? The third hour of the day, which is nine a. m. hour time. Now in verse thirty three, it says, and when the sixth hour was come, that is six hours. What? Six hours of the day just passed. And just like um, um Saint James mentioned when you was talking about the night time, how you know that 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 what we're saying is actually correct and biblically correct and accurate because you have what's called midnight. Which is what the middle of the night. That means six hours later, or before, and then six hours later. We have now reached the sixth hour of the day, which will be considered what the middle of the day, and that's Mm -hmm. known as what? What is that known as today? Um, Saint James,
1: noon or twelve noon. Thank
0: you, thank you, thank you. Twelve noon. Something very important happened here. Twelve noon. Again, what are we getting? What what is this leading up to? At what time did our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ give up the spirit? So now we're seeing that he got crucified. So now they say this is all a Friday, right? Because we we still we still trying to <laughs> show you that this is <laughs> if we're, yeah. we're at twelve noon here. We're at twelve noon here. So if we even if we just stop right here, which it doesn't say he died here, if we just stop right here and count seventy two hours, that would give us that would lead us way past Sunday. That would lead us into Monday. <laughs>
1: yep.
0: You see, you see yeah, how we go ahead.
1: Yeah, it's it's, it's taking hours that they didn't have to give.
0: <laughs> right, <laughs> you see how it's mathematically impossible. We're gonna show you the exact time he actually gave up the spirit. So now he was put on the cross at nine a.m., which is the third hour of the day, and now it is six hours later, twelve noon, the sixth hour of the day, which is the middle of the day, also known as midday. See that midday. St. Hmm. James, noon, right. 12 noon. So, read verse 33, please.
1: And when the sixth hour was come, there was darkness over the whole land until the ninth hour.
0: Very important. So, let's look at that again. Read it one more time, please, because I want everybody to pay close attention. Read that one more yep. time.
1: And when the sixth hour was come, there was darkness over the whole land until the ninth hour.
0: Right. So, midday was known as midday or 12 noon is also known as what high noon right which uh-huh. is what where the sun is at the highest point of the day so at the highest point of the day if it's 12 noon the sixth hour which is midday 12 noon what happened there was darkness all over the land until what the ninth hour so that means for three hours There was darkness all over the hand. What took place right here? There was an eclipse that happened. Okay. And it happened from 12 noon, which is the sixth hour, to the ninth hour, which is what? Three hours. So if you count three hours from 12, St. James, what time does that give you in our time today? 3 p.m. 3 p.m. That's also known as the ninth hour. How do we know that? Because the 12th hour, if you add three to that, would be 6 p.m. Makes Uh sense, right? Right. If you're at the 12th hour, which is 6 p.m., you minus 3, which is the 9th hour, you got 3 p.m. No matter how you look at it, the 9th hour is 3 p.m. So from 12 noon, midday, the highest point of the sun, till 3 p.m., which is 3 hours. So what the scriptures is telling us, there was darkness all over the earth. What was taking place? God actually had an eclipse happen. Complete darkness. Christ was getting ready to give up the spirit. And when you go through a lot of understanding the Holy Ghost of Comforter gave us, those three hours of darkness represent what was gonna be taking place to those people right there that was mocking Christ, that took place in crucifying Christ, and they had their hand in crucifying our Lord and Savior. He was letting them know your future is darkness. (laughs) You're gonna be eventually cast into outer darkness. This is son, this is the Son of God the Father, Jesus Christ god manifested in the earth in the flesh getting ready to be crucified so it was from the sixth hour to the ninth hour which is from 12 noon to 3 p.m so what's getting ready to happen in the ninth hour read 34.
1: and in the ninth hour jesus cried with a loud voice saying eloi eloi lama sabachthani which is being interpreted my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me?
0: Yeah, well, he's saying that why hast thou forsaken me? God didn't forsake Christ, but Christ is in that darkness. So he's like, don't leave me in this darkness. Because that darkness represents, what? Well, that God is not present. When you're in, the, in that darkness, God is not there. What's Where's God at? He's where it's light. It's all light. Heaven, kingdom of heaven is all light. Darkness represents God not being there. So that was symbolically letting everybody know this is your future. You put my son on the cross, your future is utter darkness. So he cried, My God, my God, why has thou forsaken me? And also was teaching, he was teaching Israel a lesson, which is when you're going through something, what are you supposed to do? You're supposed to be crying out to God. Let's read on.
1: Verse 35. And some of them that stood by, when they heard it, said, Behold, he calleth Elias. And one ran and filled a sponge full of vinegar and put it on a reed and gave him. To drink saying let alone Let us see whether Elias Will come to take him down And Jesus cried with a loud Voice and, and what? gave up
0: Go ahead so we're still in the ninth hour Right here and Jesus did what
1: Cried with a loud voice And gave up the spirit
0: And Jesus cried With a loud voice And gave up the spirit So at what time did our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ Give up the spirit 3 p.m., the ninth hour, St. James. (laughs) Mm. Clear as day, the ninth hour, which is 3 p.m., our time, he gave up the spirit. Now, we we went into John 11 and 9 when we said that 12 hours in the day, 12 hours at night. You see how it's completely relevant, relevant, excuse me, to what we just said here because it started giving you a breakdown of what it means. To have a 12 hour day, broke it down. Went to the ninth, the third, it went to the night, it went to the third hour, it went to the sixth hour, went to the ninth hour out of a 12, 12 hour day, which is from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. And like you brought out so beautifully, St. James, that was a great point. When you reach midnight, that's the middle of the night. That means six hours pass, six more to go. When you get to 12 right. noon, that is the middle of the day. Six hours pass, six more to go. Christ gave up the spirit at Mm. Ninth the ninth hour, which is 3 p.m. So now with all that, because we got way more, St. James, so just, <laughs> from right, just from this right. point right here, mm-hmm. let's just stop and analyze everything. Good Friday. So, according to the the world, according to Catholicism, Christianity, Protestants, whoever claims to be a believer in Jesus Christ, and you say that Christ. Resurrected on an Easter Sunday and died Mm -hmm. and was crucified on a good Friday. The scriptures clearly tell us at what time he was crucified. 3 p.m. The prophecy states what, St. James? Three days. And three three nights. nights, right? And three nights. Complete 72-hour period. So let's look at that. Friday, 3 p.m. So, mm-hmm. on, let, let's do this together, St. James. Okay. Friday, 3 p.m. we will going yep. to Saturday, 3 p.m. That will be considered what? 24 hours. One day, 24
1: hours. Right.
0: From Saturday, 3 p.m. <laughs> that's all you got.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, we, before the... <laughs> yeah, because it's at dawn before the first day, so you can't even get all 12 hours a night there. So, you like... Right. You're like what maybe nine hours maybe i mean some, something like that you know you can't you, even say we know we can't get 12.
0: <laughs> you can't get to two days right you can't get to a day maybe a day and a half okay but then see so so we, sh- we showed you that it was logically impossible it was physically impossible and now we're showing you it's mathematically impossible and even if we take all that and say well okay We'll give you the days. It's, we still have a time frame to start off at uh-huh. 3 p.m. So even if we do that again, okay, 3 p.m., one day, one night. You have two days, maybe two nights. That's all you got. But we know that we can't go by that because Christ specifically said three days, three nights. Are right. not 12 hours in a day? If there's 12 hours in a the day, there's 12 hours in the night three days is 36 hours a day three nights is 36 hours of night complete 72 hour period please explain to me if you believe in the word of god saint james and the scriptures is your guide mm. how is it possible for christ to have been crucified on a good friday and resurrect on the easter sunday please explain it, that to me
1: <laughs> i cannot sir so because it's that's absolutely impossible as you so very well you know have shown everyone uh, and and brought back that beautiful understanding that was brought up by the, the guys come the Apostle and come for all the document. you can't you can't go anywhere
0: you can't you can't and let me just give you another understanding um and then we're gonna end part one and we we're not gonna give you the day yet but we just showed you that it is completely physically logically mathematically impossible to have been a good Friday And resurrect on an Easter Sunday And we're going to show you What day that is when we come back for part 2 But before we go there Let's just show, without even us doing all this We could have just went through this We choose to do it this way because You ain't going to get out of it There's no way that you're 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 celebrating Good Friday and you think you're worshipping Jesus Christ And that you're following right. Jesus Christ And that he resurrected on an Easter Sunday First of all, there's no scriptorial Reference to that at all the scriptures that you used to try to say was talking about a Sabbath. We're going to address that right now. And then we're going to end, up, end off part one. Let's go back. We mentioned um, um, Mark 15, 42. Let, let's just touch on that real quick. And then let's just give them this part. Because they, they're still going to say, well, that's just you. I mean, I don't know how you're going to say that. But, you know, because you can't get out. This is clear as day. Talk to us by the Holy Ghost and Comfort, which is the Spirit coming directly from Christ. Um, this is clear as day. There's no way you can get out of this. We showed you step by step. That is mathematically impossible for it to have been a good Friday, 3 p.m. to an Easter Sunday. It is impossible to get three days and three nights. But let's look at, well, you know what? It's the Sabbath. So it had to have been Friday. Okay, let, let, let's touch on that real quick. Mark 1542, please, again. Let's go back to that.
1: And now, when the even was come, because it was the preparation that is... Stop. the
0: That's because it was the preparation. So the question is, what preparation? Read on. That That is is.
1: the day before the Sabbath.
0: Right. So when they say the day before the Sabbath, that preparation is the daytime preparing for that evening once the evening hits it is now the next day which is the sabbath right because the scriptures tell you what from evening to evening so again they they try to say that this is talking about friday even though we show you that it's mathematically impossible to have been to for it to have been friday so what was the preparation for what day and is there another sabbath this is what people don't know people don't realize this let's go to the other one the other one's gonna give us the answer we got three more scriptures, and we're going to be done with part one. John 19, verse 39. We went there as well. Let's go
1: there. Yeah, I remember something about a feast,
0: too. Yeah, yeah. We, 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 we're we going to touch on that. <laughs> remember, it and during the feast, they do right. what? They let one go, one prisoner go. Mm-hmm. They want to, to, to let Barabbas go. Uh, he wanted to let Christ go, but they wanted Barabbas. They wanted Christ to be crucified. So, again, what feast? So it, definitely things to look at. Uh, this is why the scriptures have to be your God. And then we're going to end off with another scripture later on. But let's go to John 19, verse 31. Let's show you that.
1: The Jews, therefore, because it was the preparation that the Stop. body should.
0: Read, read that part again. I just want to touch on and focus on preparation. Read it again. The The Jews, therefore,
1: because it was the preparation. Because
0: it was the preparation. The preparation for what?
1: Read that the body should not remain upon the cross on the
0: Sabbath day. You see that what Sabbath, uh-huh. what preparation? Verse fourteen, please. The answer is right there. And
1: the Jews, therefore, because it was the preparation.
0: So the preparation is what preparation are we referring to? Is the pre- is it is it the preparation for the weekly Sabbath, Saint James, which uh-huh. we clearly showed it could not have been because it's mathematically impossible for him to have being crucified on a Friday what they call a good Friday read on
1: the Jews therefore because it was the preparation
0: the preparation of what preparation of what because we know that is this referring to the weekly Sabbath the preparation for the weekly Sabbath that comes around once a week is it referring to that or is it referring to maybe another Sabbath read on
1: that the body should not remain upon the cross on the Sabbath day
0: so you see that christ was already crucified so they it was a preparation preparation for what they was trying to get the body to come down because the Sabbath was getting ready to come in he was crucified at 3 p.m so they only had a few hours before the sun went down the Sabbath was coming in so what sabbath and what preparation was that talking about verse 14 please
1: and it was the
0: preparation the preparation of what read of the passover of the passover of the Passover And it was the preparation of what? The Passover And when this statement is being made From John's account What's taking place right here? Read
1: In about the 6th hour
0: Again, this is talking about what? The crucifixion of Christ, right here And it was the preparation of the Passover mm. And we're showing you This cannot not have been Friday, because that preparation Was not the weekly preparation of the sabbath but a high holy day let's go from there and let's get one more i think it's john 19 did we read verse 31.
1: Uh, we, we stopped right there in the middle of verse 31.
0: okay so let's go back to john chapter 19 verse 31 and let's show you that, check, that jews, check this out read
1: the jews therefore because it was the preparation
0: and the preparation, the, what what preparation was that? It was the preparation of the Passover. How do we know that for sure? Read.
1: That the body should not remain upon the cross on the Sabbath day. For that Sabbath day was Stop. in high for
0: day. That, for that Sabbath day was what?
1: In high day.
0: In high day. In high day, St. James. What does that mean? It was not your ordinary weekly Sabbath. But it was the feast of the Passover, which is known as a high day. Mm. High holy day. Which comes around every year and it is also a Sabbath. So when they said that um, evening was come because it was the preparation, that is the day before the Sabbath, it wasn't referring to the Friday Sabbath that was coming in. It was referring to passover so how can friday have been the day again it was hmm. not that week it was not that weekly Sabbath. it was during the time of passover and the scriptures tell you that it tells you that what christ I, we're gonna get to later on in part two tells you that christ is our what saint james Christ is our are what
1: is our passover
0: he's our passover hmm. that's why he's also known as the lamb was eaten every year During the time of Passover Lamb Damn. What is Christ known as? The sacrificial lamb yep. So that Sabbath that was coming around Was Passover St. James
1: mm. Yes sir uh, The Lamb so, of God Yes sir the,
0: the Lamb of God So now we show you It couldn't have been a good Friday We show you there's no way He could have resurrected on a Sunday So now the question is what day was he actually crucified? And does that day give us three days, three nights? And right. if it does give us three days and three nights, what day was he resurrected? And huh. if he didn't resurrect on the Easter Sunday, <laughs> and you changed the Sabbath from Saturday to Sunday because Christ resurrected on that day, wow, huh. <laughs> you are some serious trouble. So the question that we're going to leave them off with is... I'm going to ask you these questions, St. James. I would like for you to answer me these questions. Because we are okay. a lot right here. Yes, this, sir. Our scriptures is our guide. That's been the theme the uh-huh. whole show. The scriptures right. is our guide. The question is, does the scriptures prophesy about the crucifixion of Jesus Christ in the Old Testament?
1: Yes, it does. You mentioned it even some during the show, right? You spoke about yes. how he's going to suffer in Isaiah 53. So that's definitely right. one.
0: Right. Does the scriptures prophesy that he would be put on the cross?
1: Mm, yep. Yeah, yes, it does, sir.
0: Yeah, and David spoke about it. So if the scriptures clearly detail that he was going to be crucified, that he was going to be put on the cross, did God tell the prophets what day he was going to mm. be crucified? That's Stay a good tuned. question, sir. Stay tuned for part two of the truth behind Easter Sunday in which we will reveal, according to the Word of God, did the prophets know the exact day that he would be crucified? And then we will begin to establish the truth behind why is Easter being set up? Why Good Friday? Why does it start from Ash Wednesday, 40 days of Lent? Um, what's the purpose of Christ coming and dying during the time of Passover, also being called the Lamb? Also, being mentioned scriptures that he's our Passover. What's the meaning behind that? So, stay tuned for part two of the truth behind Easter Sunday. With that, I bid everybody Godspeed. And this is mysteries of the Bible where the truth is told. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. I want you to understand it. it's a mystery. We speak the wisdom, speak the wisdom, of, of, the God, wisdom of God in a mystery. mystery. It's a mystery. It because it is given
1: unto you. Read
0: on to know the mystery. Mystery, even a mystery, hit from ages through history, generations, but now is made manifest to his saints, the nation. Victory. You're listening, to, listening You're listening to, listening to Mysteries, mysteries of, of the Bible. Of of the Bible. Radio. Radio. Now, since Mysteries of the Bible has been on the air, uh, our main goal was to establish truth according to God. <laughs>